When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast. The Hawks lose 4-1 to the Minnesota Wild up in one of the Twin Cities. Is it St. Paul? I forget. St. Paul. 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 All right. There you go. Right next door Um, to Tom Reed's Hockey Bar. That's it. Get yourself a rash burger from Tom Reed. Good stuff. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Make sure you smash that like button on the YouTube page. Subscribe to our YouTube page as well. Podcast listeners, we love you. We thank you. You're old school. Uh, Make sure you are subscribed and following on your favorite podcast app. And uh, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That would be wonderful. What was not wonderful was this game. Uh, you remember, guys, when the Hawks had that power play and it was really awesome? And, uh, Mario, you rolled off the numbers for me, and I took them down here. They had one power play, best, 348 into the first, uh, 10 shot attempts, six shots, eight scoring chances, four high-danger chances, and that was about it for the game, everybody. Good night. That was that was their best <laughs> offensive uh, period of play for the entire game, and it was a full two-minute zone time uh, power play, uh, just chance after chance after chance, and they couldn't couldn't get it to work, and that was literally it. Well, the best second best thing about that power play, besides you know how good it looked. They didn't have to use the slingshot because it never left the zone. Yeah, That's one way <laughs> to never use the slingshot pass. And part of the reason the puck never left the zone, Seth Jones. Yep. I Keeps mean, four, what, four or five times? At least kept the play alive. At least three might have been four. Yeah, like it's that's the reason why he needs to be there instead of Kevin Korczynski that they did everything but score but then the power play did score eventually I mean the game was already eventually over at that point matter. but yeah. still hey looks good on the stat sheet yeah well got a couple things for you to do uh, we are going to give you our uh, who's your Hawk winners towards the end of the show but in the meantime you've got to vote for the game's fourth star the three star of the game Three stars of the game all went to the wild. 28 saves out of 29 shots for Mark andre Fleury. Two goals for Marco Rossi and a goal and two assists for Mats Zuccarello. Four-star nominees are Connor Bedard, who had an assist. 19 minutes on the dot of ice time. Three shots, six shot attempts. And he extends that rookie point streak uh, to nine games on the road. The rookie road game of point streak is nine games. Uh, so that's still going. Taylor Radish, a goal, four shots. Five shot attempts in 17-18 of ice time. And Louis Crevier, here are my notes, NHL debut, not a steaming poo-poo pile. 15-59, one shot, three shot attempts, two hits, and a block shot. So there they are. Uh, Make sure you uh, get that vote in. We'll reveal the winner at the end. Yep. So uh, we talked about this in the pregame, and I know we don't get the same volume pregame as we do postgame, but... Some of these veteran defensemen are a problem. Connor Murphy and Jared Snorty were on the ice for three of the four goals against today. The first three. Connor Murphy is supposed to be the guy that is your security blanket. He's the guy you're supposed to be able to put out there and have him not hurt the team. Yeah. This game and this season, he has been pretty much the opposite of that. Um, He has been the gasoline on the fire, not the blanket that puts the fire out. Um, Jared Nordy, not very good in this game either. I, 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 here's the thing. And John Scott talked about it during the intermission. The defensive structure on this team is real bad. 
Like, think back to when you're watching the Hawks play, right? And you see him have the puck in the zone for the few minutes a game they do. And they try to get a pass to across the ice a little bit or from, you know, the, the wing to the point. And it seems like all those passes are intercepted or they hit a stick or they hit a leg. That's because the team defending the Hawks are in the proper lanes. They're in the proper spot. They're playing the structure of the defense. That is not talent. That is understanding a basic defensive structure, which was what the Blackhawks play. There's nothing complicated about what the Hawks' defensive structure is. It's not Jeremy Colleton, where he has people chasing people all over the ice and no one knows where to go. Mm-hmm. It is a, to compare it to football, it is a zone-style defense where you're responsible for an area. And night after night after night, they fail in the structure all the time that's i wrote about it last week ben pope wrote about it last week how many backdoor goals is this team going to give up before they fix it it's uh it's execution i mean basically the the style of defense they're trying to play is you have this box on the ice Mm -hmm. when a guy comes into your box get your body on him when the guy leaves that box wait for the next guy to come yeah um connor murphy has been in this league way too long and has been an effective defenseman way too long to let that backdoor play happen. No awareness on the ice on that None. goal. Zero. Was moving over to cover a guy Jared Tenorti already had covered, and the yeah. guy behind him wide open for a pass. And that's a play that has happened again over and, and over. again. Every game, the, the teams just continuously try that. Why? Because it freaking works. It works. It's, it it's works. money. It's like a money going NHL 24. I mean... If it's Louis Crevier blowing the coverage on that in his first NHL game, you go, okay, that's something you sit him down in the in the video. It's Connor Murphy cannot yes. fall asleep on the ice in that kind of play. It's one thing if it's the rookies that make that play over and over again, but when it's your defensemen that have played hundreds of NHL games continuously making letting that play happen it's just it's not it's not acceptable yeah I mean look if it, Mario you play NHL 24 too if 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 it worked that often in the video game they would have patched it by now yeah they would have said oh boy that that backdoor pass is broken that's a glitch we better repair that it's, to make the game playable it's OP as the kids say that's <laughs> brutal yeah I mean the, the the book is clearly out on how to how to beat the Blackhawks when the opponent is able to sustain zone time and it's to cycle the puck, someone be at the back post, and it'll eventually be open. And, and more often than not, uh, if, you're, if you're not scoring, you're at least getting a quality chance that will create some chaos in front of the net, maybe a bang and a rebound, or it forces a, a rebound into the corner and you sustain the play again, try it again in a, another couple of passes. So, I mean... <sighs> Yeah, uh, the, the the X's and O's of this team are simple, offensively and defensively. And sure, you got guys on this team that are hurt, uh, guys that, that aren't around that theoretically would make the team better. Um, but you have to do with what lineup you're given and you, you put your big point pants on and execute the very simple game plan. Uh, the defensive structure is simplified. The offensive structure is simplified. It's just coming down to executing it. And yesterday, you know, it was you, you had a, a strong goaltender in, uh, performance in Connor Hellebuck. The effort was there. The execution wasn't. Today, Mark Andre Fleury remembers. Hey, it's early in the season, and I can play well. Uh, <laughs> plays well, and you you just you don't have the execution uh, to get anything working and the this this minnesota wild team like they're they should be uh better than their record is and we talked about it um during the game like this is a team that should be better than their record is another example of a team needing to kind of work out some cobwebs get right blackhawks are in town ah it's a good nice relieving game for uh for the wild they they a lot of good things happened for them good for them good for them you had the blackhawks on your schedule way to go
Well, they've won four in a row since they've made the coaching change. So apparently Dean Evans even Yeah, Dean Evison, what a bum. He apparently was just a pudwack and they had to get you're him watching out of there. Dean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, please don't you're, kill you're me. You're he very does, intimidating. He, he does <laughs> have Brighton. that serial killer look <laughs> in his eyes. Um, but even with this win, the Wild have one more win with the, than the Hawks. Right. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Th- this is not a team... If it's Vegas, if it's Colorado, if it's one of Edmonton, what you know, what we imagine Edmonton to be anyway, one of these highly skilled teams clowning them around and abusing them for sixty minutes. Right. Okay, like that Colorado loss, we're all like, all right, that that's just that that's what's supposed that's to, what yeah. it's supposed to look yeah. like. This is allegedly one of the teams that the Hawks should be able to hang with. And every time we say that, we need to stop. We got to stop. Yeah, I know there are no there, there are no teams. They can't hang with anybody. There, there are yeah, no they teams can't. that they that they. We need to stop should, putting false expectations yeah, on this. Yeah, I agree team. with you because they the, can't hang with anybody. In, in a few hours, they may be by based on points last in the NHL. And yeah, hey, on the great. Own. I mean, another top three pick. That's what they need. Sure, I'm ready. I'm I'm that, that's fine. But what's, what's frustrating about it is we knew that was going to be the outcome this year anyway. Right, we knew that they were going to be a lottery team. We knew, like at best, maybe they have the they're the fifth worst team in the yeah. league. But it's the way it's happening. Mm-hmm. And again, we go back to last season where the plan was to lose. They were going to be as bad as possible, and at least they were in games. At least they showed up. At least like the fight was there. Probably seventy five of the eighty two games, you felt like all right. You know that was just talent. That's not the case here. There's games where they blew leads. But at least they got out to them. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, look, I and it's a different team here as it, you know, the way the team was built from opening day with Taylor Hall and Corey Perry and Andrea Thessanisiu. Yeah, they lost and all their They depth. lost a lot of depth. And they lost guys that they brought in here to fill very important roles before Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, and at, at that point, you're just like, all right, well, I mean, I don't know what, Kyle Davidson's not going to go out and and try and get other guys because a nobody's well, trading at this he point. Got, he got Pavilion, no re- which is like it's sure, he but he had got, to do but something because the it's pro- something. Right. But he's not going to go and try and get superstar guys. He got Pavilion because the price was cheap. Right. Vancouver was looking to, to shed salary. It cost you a fifth round pick that you've been traded eight times already, and was traded again two days later. Like it's fine. Like. That's a decent move, but I mean, he's not gonna like go out and say, "Well, okay, this season's going probably how he wants it to." Connor Bernard looks really good, and you're still gonna be a top three pick come the draft. Like, hey, the Blackhawks got Jonathan Taves first, uh, third overall, and Kane first overall in back-to-back drafts. We're headed there again. I so here, you're right, and I'm I'm trying not to be like too reactionary after a loss, and it's. It's hard to do, but <laughs> I think with Bedard here, there comes a point where, like, you can be patient to an extent, and you can, you know, say, hey, this is another rebuild year, but game after game like this pound up, and I'm not worried it's going to, it's not going to stunt his development, but I just don't want him to be unhappy here. I don't want him to feel like the, the organization has failed him. So next year, there needs to be a big move for the present and future made and we have all year all summer to talk about this but like they need to be a major player salute and a major free agent salute next summer and at least a guy or two because you can't keep putting and it's not just Bedard you can't have Korchinski out there and Vlasic out there and all these young players that matter just getting their dicks kicked in game after game after game and getting frustrated and doubting themselves and getting used to losing. It's like Shorzy says on Shorzy. They don't hate to lose. And eventually you get used to losing. And that becomes a problem. Like, I don't, I'm not saying go abandon the plan now and go trade for Alex, uh, not Alex Nylander, William Nylander or Mitch Barnard. I mean, it'd be great Alex if they could. Nylander. But, like, I'm not saying... Screw the rebuild and go try to get all the pieces you can today. I'm not saying that, but there has to be something a little more proactive than let's see what scrap heap guys we can find to slap a Band-Aid on this thing for a couple years because the idea of Taylor Hall is great. Taylor Hall is not here. Right. Right? Like it's And the idea of Nick Foligno is great, but Nick Foligno is 35, and I love him as a leader in a locker room presence, but he's not a guy who's going to put any offense in for you. Corey Perry is gone. So 
all these things that seemed like great things in the beginning of the season. You got one guy left who's 35 and was never much of a huge scorer anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree to a degree on that. Like, I'm not worried about Connor Bedard like, all of a sudden being like, well, I guess I'm never going to win in this league because his first 22 games in the NHL on a bad team were bad. Right. I also don't want them to do what the Edmonton Oilers did with Connor McDavid. How's that worked for them? Like, they pretty much were like, we got Connor McDavid, rebuild over. Yeah. Let's bring in all these guys, but yet let's never develop a goalie. Let's never develop a defenseman. Like, I. I mean, this is this is exactly maybe a little below where we thought they'd be, but it is what it is. You've lost so much depth. You, you, yeah, you, I mean, I mean, you, 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 Luke Richardson literally said in a post game show, one of the uh, post game scrum, one after one of the few wins this year, was like, man, the biggest difference between last year and this year is we actually have some some depth. And then within like a week, it was all gone. Yeah, and there's just not enough NHL ready talent in Rockford ready to come up yet. I know we hear people like, oh, bring up Colton Dock. No, he's doing really good in Rockford. Let him do really good in Rockford. There's nothing to save here. Yeah. There's no, there was no expectation to ever make a playoff run here. It, yes, losing sucks. Getting your ass handed to you by the Minnesota Wild, here's your ass. Sucks. Look at these, look at these Corsi 4 percentages. This shows you how bad it was today. The best line was the Dickinson and Whistle Joey Anderson line. They had uh, a Corsi 4 percentage of 75%. Nine shots for against three shots attempts against in almost six minutes, five on five. Ready for this? The Ryan Donato, Boris Kachuk, Reese Johnson line in 421 of 5 on 5 ice time. One shot attempt for 7 against. And how much? 4, four, four minutes? 421. You have a 7 a, shot attempt A 12.5 That's not even the worst line. Oof. Hold on. But wait, there's more. <laughs> the Connor Bedard, Nick Felino, Philip Kershev line in 810 of 5 on 5 ice time. Two shot attempts for 12 against for a 14.29 Corsi 4, and that's not even the worst one. Tyler Johnson, Cole Gutman, Taylor Radish, 5.22 of 5 on 5 ice time. One shot attempt for 10 against for a 9.09 Corsi 4 percentage. I don't remember seeing a line with a below 10% Corsi 4 that played five and a half minutes. That's why you've got guys, they just... Once the puck is in the zone, it stays in the zone. Nobody goes and gets it. And then the second they get it, they pass it to nobody, and it goes right back in. It's a bad hockey team. Dude, Chris Vosters pointed out that the Hawks were losing board battles today. Yeah. That's the happiest guy on earth. That's the human equivalent of Disneyland. <laughs> if he points out that the Hawks are losing board battles, you got a problem, man. Like that—that's—that's that's it. Like it's and look, if if you if, if today's roster was the opening night roster, you'd say this team's going 0 82. Yeah, right. Like that's just a reality. This yeah. roster is horrible. And beginning of the season, before the season started, I said, well, if everything goes right. This team could get 70 points, 11-point yeah. improvement from last season. Like we all said, Taylor Hall's here. If he per- performs up to his yeah. ability. If he's a 65-point yeah, guy If the goaltending yeah. is really good and – Goaltending is league average. But nothing has gone right. No, outside Except of Bedard. Connor Bedard, yes. nothing has gone right. Jason Dickinson's been nice. Philip Kershev has had some nice stretches here. But nothing has gone right. So they're not going to get 70 points this year. They may not get 59 points that they had last year. They may not hit that. But this was also the point of year. You remember last year. Remember how bad November was last year? Oh, I do. And December wasn't much better. So this is a, this is a team that's not talented, full of young players in very important positions. It's going to struggle. And, you know, it's, it's not far from what we expected and, you know, maybe, you know, once Beauvillier is here and can actually play here, hopefully that starts Tuesday. That'd be nice. Uh, you know, you get Andreas Athens see you back maybe at some point. I know he's not the greatest NHL player. It's going to help, though. Dude, but he's an NHL, NHL player. player. Yeah. He's got speed. speed. This team has, like, right. none of it outside. Part, that's of part of the reason why they lose so none many puck battles because the other team Beats is always first to the puck because yeah. they're faster. That's it. So get some speed. But Villiers has got speed. Athens see has got speed. That's going to make it less 
shitty. It's still going to be shitty, but it's going to be less shitty. And that's pretty much all we have to look forward to right now is less shitty, shitty hockey. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 I just, you know, you, you, you have the injuries. You, you lose Hall. You lose Athanasiu for however long. Um, Perry's gone now. Like, you, you have to have the, you have to have the mentality of like, all right, next man up. Who's gonna, who's gonna take their, take their opportunity and and run with it. And we talked about it in the pregame, like Reichel has not taken this, his opportunity and ran with it to start the season in a top six role. Um, you know, Jason Dickinson has has stepped up at times, which is nice to see, but. You know, other than that, like, I, we haven't really had anybody to come in and, and, you know, outperform their expectations. And when you have a bunch of guys just at or below expectations and the expectations were already really low, that's, this is just what you got. This is, this is, this is the, the result that you're going to get. Th- three straight games, uh, one goal in each game. None of them scored with Connor Bedard not on the ice. Yep. Like, you know, I, I get the, the injuries and, and not having those guys around. It stinks, but, man, somebody has to have a sustained effort to step up and play above expectations. Connor Murphy is playing way below expectations. Seth Jones, like, he's he's – doing a lot of the things a lot of the small things in his game that make a difference he's not doing the big things like he's not he's not shutting guys down he's not creating a ton of offense he's got zero goals through 23 games like i like i i I am behind him in the small differences he makes in the games but for the money he's making he's got to start making bigger differences and I, I just I'm I'm just looking for for some of these players to step up and 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 someone has to to grab this team by the collar and and shake them and say look like if if you're not going to do it I'm going to do it you know there's there there's been times where you know you you've been on you know we've all played on competitive teams before and at obviously not at the professional level but there's always a time where you kind of have to go around the locker room and look around and say, who's going to, who's going to do it? Who's going to step up? Who's going to be the person tonight? And it can't always be Connor Bedard. Yeah. Like, even though it pretty much is, it can't. And, uh, you know, Tyler Johnson gets a, an assist on the goal. Nice. Um, he's been widely uh, invisible most of the season. Taylor Radish. uh got the goal because he was you know in the crease and it bounced off of him wonderful yeah Uh, use use this as a springboard for for more of that um i just i don't know i'm it's it is getting uh frustrating given the expectations that we had for this team compared to last year and and i don't know if it was just last year's team everyone knew that they were going to be dog shit and so they were trying to outperform dog shit. And this year, I know people. I know we all expected them to be bad, but maybe not as bad as last year. And maybe that is is. I don't know. I don't want to say that like, they're complacent in not being dog shit, but like. I don't know. I just. Well, look, there I, I, I I I'm far be it for me to to again challenge a, a professional player or professional teams like give a fuck, but like. Someone's got to step up and give a fuck. Well, how many times have we said coming after a loss where they get just slaughtered like 7-1 or whatever, that they walked into the game like thinking they were going to win? Right. We've seen that a lot this year. And I don't think it happened a single time last year. Right? Like, there was no assumed victory for them. No. And, and you're they on, knew that. And you're on game two of back-to-backs against a team that's better than you in a, after you had a, you know, a tough loss the, d- the day before. It's another afternoon start. So it's it's a it's a not normal, you know, flow of the day for these guys that are creatures of habit and stuff. I wish the NHL would stop giving the Blackhawks afternoon games because it fucks up my day. I'm sure, it <laughs> fucks up their days too. Um, and I just I, I don't know. It's 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 getting frustrating that even for a team that was expected to be bad and expected to be in a lottery, like 
there's it just doesn't seem like besides like Bedard, like I don't see anybody that like is out there trying to individually make something happen. Like have 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 a desire to be like, you know what? I'm I'm going to go gonna and do, do it. it. And and you guys were at the uh, Michigan Notre Dame game on Friday and you and you were saying, you know, Frank Nazar had a tough game, but when the game was kind of already out of reach, he just took it upon himself to start playing more like you know, not to say he's a selfish player, but he started to do more things individually to try and get something to happen. I I think this Blackhawks team needs some players that are just going to be like, you know what? If no one else is going to do it, I'm going to do it. And it can't always be Connor Bedard. But if if he's the one doing it, wonderful. But someone's got to go along with him. And for a very young 18-year-old to have to continuously drag this team around, that should be a kick in the ass to some of these veterans. Why is an 18-year-old dragging us around? We should be the one having him jump on our backs to lift him higher, not the other way around. Well, this, you know, if you're when you're a less talented team, just go out there and start bullying people around. Like I said, you had 13-footed defensemen on there today. Like, f- finish a check hard. Yeah. Put a guy into the glass. Put a guy over the bench. Like, I know it sounds meatballish, but, like, you gotta ch- that's you the gotta sort of shit that ramps up a game. It would get you going. You've got to catch a guy to hit him. And well, sure. And you've got to be in the right position to hit a guy. Like, when you're chasing the puck. It's but there are several also, opportunities per game. You also can't where, be down 4-1 and then try and get in someone's face because the guy that you're getting in their face of is like, I'm not going to fight you. Why would I'm I do that? I'm not saying fight. I'm not, it's not what I'm saying. I'm, what I'm saying is, if you have an opportunity during the course of a game to either nudge a guy like this or finish an effing check on him, yeah. finish a check on him. Make them hesitant to go into a corner every now and again. Everybody in green and yellow today was blitzing into the corners because they knew there'd be no consequence. They would come out with the puck, and they would put the back door, and there'd be a good scoring chance or a goal. Yeah. There was no fight and that's i'm not saying drop the gloves and beat people up i'm saying make it difficult for the other team and damn it like play for each other play for each other like again using the college hockey analogy the games are sloppy they're slow it's college hockey but those dudes have each other's back i don't see that on this team i don't see any unity i see nick felino screaming to the heavens after every game someone do something someone step up someone else be a leader between besides me and number 98 anybody mm-hmm. anybody come up and, and make it a habit to play hard i should throw jason dickinson in there too because he plays hard every game but it's like my god we there has to be a little bit you use the word like to give a give an f meter it's at zero right now aside from a couple of guys yeah, it's sure guys yeah. are going to end the game with decent stats. Like, oh, he had four shots and right. he had a block shot because a shot hit him and someone has to get shots when they're on the ice. But in terms of guys going out on the ice and making a difference, there's no one. And there's people in the chat like I see Lee saying um, Anthony Mantha. He took so Jonathan Huberdeau. These are this. The, these guys have the Anthony same Mantha, problem on other teams that the, we're Mantha talking about. Is Taylor Radish. You're you're creating the like, same yeah. problem. You're just throwing out names. Okay, this guy played in the NHL, so let's put him. Yeah, on. like yeah. it's not just someone else's shit is still going to be shit here. It's it's about a mindset. It's a mindset thing, and and there's people asking in chat, is it about coaching? And I always say I like Luke Richardson, and I don't just mean that personally. The way he explains the game, the way he explains why he does things the way he does, they make sense. We see every practice they have, and everything they're doing during practice makes sense based on the talent they have, the roster they have, the the structure they use, and then the game starts, and these guys, especially the veterans, lose all structure and lose all system. So at some point, you kind of have to question the coaching staff because if the message isn't getting through, whose job is it to deliver that? Yeah. Yeah. It's on the uh, players to execute, but if you've got the same thing, what, 25 games into the year now, whatever it might be, yeah. you, this, you've had the same issues from game one to now, and they're not changing and they're not improving. Sure, you might eke out a win against the Kraken now and again, a game you probably didn't deserve to win, but you won it anyway. There has to be some kind of – you've got to see improvement. You don't want to see the same mistakes over and over again. We're not seeing any help. We're not seeing any improvement, and we're seeing the same mistakes over and over again. I'd I'd like to be able to judge Luke Richardson when he has a team that he's expected to do something with. That's uh, yeah, I agree. Like when he has talent and expectations, that's when I'll get a little more like, okay, this guy isn't right for it. But yeah, it's disappointing, and 
you'd hope to see something better. So, you know, it's a lack of talent. It's a lack of execution. And maybe there is a lack of creativity to try something different. You know, maybe there is a little stubbornness of, of Luke saying, I just want to play it this way and I'm not going to adapt. Maybe it's probably a little of all three of those. It's definitely sure. lack of talent and lack of execution. Um, but you know, and one thing that like drives me nuts, every chat, we get the people that you got to fire Derek King to make the Derek King is not the reason this team can't <laughs> score goals. Tell me what Derek King does on a practice and why he deserves to be fired. I freaking dare yeah. you just stop picking names to blame shit on people. All right. Is Derek King a world-class coach? No, but he's the third assistant on this team. He's yeah. a man that scored 40 goals at the NHL level twice. He may know a thing or two about shooting the puck and scoring goals. And he's not the reason well, the Hawks here, are bad. Here's why people say your that. Your assistant coach is not the reason right. your team is bad. People say it because he's in charge of the offense, air quotes. That means during practice, he stands in the offensive zone and reinforces what the structure is. He's not, like, taking a guy aside and saying, here's how you score a goal. Yeah, it's, it's, not, how, it's not how it works. It's like firing a hitting coach in baseball. Like, you can't. What right. are you going to do? Like, at some point, you know who you should be mad at right now? Everyone in the chat? The players. Yes, it is yeah. a lack of It's execution. okay to be mad at the players. It's okay to like them personally and criticize their game. Those things can exist simultaneously. Yes? Taylor Radish, uh, postgame. This is via Ben Pope. We came out to a good start considering the back-to-back, but we kind of let that slide away once they got one. It's something we got to try to be better about. We can't just fall apart when something bad happens to us. This is that is that is team uh, mentality. That is team identity. Last season, they had an identity of a hardworking team that was not going that was not going to be outworked night in and night out. No matter what the score was, they were still going to continue to play straightforward and and stick to the structure because. When you put in those efforts in this structure that the team is, is, is trying to run, success will come. And success is not always goals and wins, but sometimes it's, it's just execution and effort. And for a player to be like, they got one goal and we fell apart, I mean, that's, that's the guys on the ice. That's not, that's not the coaches behind the bench. It's, it's the guys on the ice that are, that are letting it fall apart and say like, oh, fuck, they scored one goal. Well... That's it. Yeah, tough, not, tough, <laughs> tough afternoon, guys. Yeah, Luke's good, on the good bench effort. going like, I don't know, Radish, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> on the next shift. Right. So, I mean, it's and, – and that's it's one, of the mo- it's one of the more shocking things t- to me this season is that the message from last season has not resonated with the players this season. And outside of, I don't know, six, seven guys, much of last year's roster is still around. And – I, I, I don't get it. They I don't change the slogan. That's why it was ready to work last year. That's I don't know true. What the slogan is this year. Uh, in us, we trust. I think. Oh. I don't know. I don't trust them. Yeah. So <laughs> I blame. CM I, Punk. I would like them to get back to working. Yeah. The guy's a cancer. CM Punk. He is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Second, that's you bring him in your locker room, it goes <laughs> yeah, to shit, man. Sh- gonna shit hits the fan. Screw you, Phil. <laughs> All right, we're way behind on our reads, so uh, I know you've been looking forward to them. So here they are. <laughs> Check out our friends at Circa Sportsbook. They've got tight money line splits and a low model hold. Their games will strive to be a minus 110 split on the Circa Sports menu, unlike other sports books, which may use minus 115 or minus 120 splits. You don't want that. That sucks. Circa Sports keeps as little money as possible on large market bets like futures, golf tournaments, etc., especially compared to the other books. And here's the thing. If you're really good at gambling like Cody and like Sean claims to be, Circa Sports does not limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, Unlike other books who do not limit winning players. You keep winning, you can keep betting. And they encourage bettors to download and explore all betting apps to explore the best apps available and compare the lines from each sports book. And when you do, more often than not, you're going to be very happy with what you see at Circa. Their customer service is great with the real people behind the brand, and they resell issues in a timely fashion. Unlike other books that use chat bots, all aspects of the app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circus Sportsbook at Circus Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. So, download the Circus Sports Illinois app 
at circusports.com slash Illinois-app to sign up today. Also, be on the lookout for circuit events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537 or text GAMB to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Hey, do you have an NFL fan in your life that you don't know what to get for the holidays? Do you need the perfect bag for game day? Varsity Coolers will have you set game day and beyond with the best portable cooler and weekender duffel around. It's got a great, unique design. Let's check this bad boy out right here. Look at this thing. Grab that sack for me. Hey, wait a minute here. You know. Oh, oh, what's here. that? I'll, I'll get that out of your way for oh, you. Santa. Hold that for later. Uh, it's got a unique design. The exterior, as you see, all Chicago Bears colors. Bears. The bottom gives you this really cool map of the city of Chicago in case you get lost. Oh, nice. You can find where you are. <laughs> Driving with your bag. Like. Yeah, oh, yeah. How do I find the, the banner here, they've got Chicago landmarks, the skyline, Wrigley Field. I don't see the other ballpark on there. Weird. Um, the the lining, my favorite part is the lining. Look at this food scene. You can't really see it, but trust me, there's hot dogs and pizza. On the inside of this bag, there better not be ketchup on that dog, my that friend. Bag? There's hot, not actual hot dogs, but nah, pictures of hot dogs. No. I do not see any. Oh, I don't know what's going on with that hot dog. That might be a chili dog. Uh, but anyway, I don't want chili dog. Chili dog doubles as a cooler, waterproof and double insulated, and also a travel duffel. It fits in your golf cart, or you could use it as carry-on luggage. It's the perfect Christmas or Hanukkah holiday gift. Whatever holidays you're celebrating this month. Give one as a gift. Yeah. 21 teams representative, so they're perfect for any football fan in your life. Built to show up in style to a party or repping around town. Can be used as your gym bag. Just wipe down the inside before and after you store food or drinks in it. That's smart. It's got everything a football fan, sports fan wants. Head over to varsitycooler.us and use the code CHGO at checkout, and you're going to get 10% off your order. That's varsitycoolers.us. That is a really cool bag. Uh, it's the first time I've like handled it. Mm-hmm. It is super high quality. That's a very cool bag. That is that is nice. Just don't I, fumble I, it. I hope they get a uh, uh, an NHL licensing agreement soon. That'd be nice. Sure. You were yes. saying that before the show. You were holding the bag and you were just like, "This is really nice." Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is a quality piece of bag. Quality. Yeah, it's, it's a good really bag. good. Get one of those. They're sweet. Bag. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another quote here from Luke coming in post game. Uh, Tinner, that's Tenorti. Uh, was really physical for us tonight. He's working his way back in. It probably wasn't their best first period. That's Murphy and uh, Tenorti. But lots of other things contributed to those goals as well. It's not always just them. And that's true. He's right. But when you look at the blowing assignments on that goal, it was Connor Murphy. That is on him. And I know that Luke is not the kind of coach that's going to go out and be like, Connor Murphy sucked today. Right. He's never going to do that. He's never going to do it. He's going to say it either in private or find ways to say it Subtly, like you kind of did about Reichel, like we need a little bit more. Even Q would do that. Yeah. He would never quite call a guy out, but just say, we're looking for more. We need more from this guy or that guy. I or mean, say he was just okay. He's told, I'm sure he's told them not in front of microphones and cameras exactly what he needs out of them. Yeah. So, well, let's hope they receive the message soon because um, getting close. It's, uh, we're a quarter way through the season. More than that. Getting yeah. close to what? Um, it's over. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> what are we waiting for? Yeah. Just entertain me. That's all I want. Yeah. Lose, but entertain me. At least last year that's you entertained it. me. And now, yeah, I was expecting games this year to be like 6 4. Fine. Sure. I can live at with le- that. At be least, fun bad. At least. But be shit, close. put a puck in a net, everyone. Be fun bad. Don't, don't be bad bad. Yeah, don't be boring bad, bad. bad. Be fun bad. Yeesh. It is bad bad. All right. Um, what are we looking at our uh, player of the game here, our four star? Is it a blowout or is it still close? It's it's a blowout. It was a blowout in the beginning of the show. All right, was well, yeah, the graphic so ready? The graphic is ready. All right, let's oh, fire it up. Sarah, let's you do are it. killing it. <laughs> there, I don't want to. The quicker we go through these, the quicker <laughs> we can go home. Yeah, there have only been three uh, one goal losses this season. Only three. At least they're not leading the league in empty net goals allowed again. They got that going. Uh, for but them. that but yeah. that was an indicator that games were close. Right. right. That's that's you know that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Anyway, four star of the game. You guess it, Connor Bedard picking up an assist and being without a doubt the best Blackhawk on the ice every time he's on the ice. And that's a good um, segue to our next uh, segment. Yeah, let's do. Uh, <laughs> Fire let's, up the music. Let's visit Connor's Corner. There it is. God, I love this. this song. Always puts me in a good mood. It really does. Um, I am starting to associate it with losses, though, so eh, we'll see. 
Uh, Bedard finished the game with an assist. 19 minutes on the dot. That's kind of cool. That's pretty rare. Uh, three shots on goal and six shot attempts. And as we said earlier, continuing his rookie road scoring streak. It is now at nine games. Uh, the record is 16, set by Nathan McKinnon, and he turned out to be pretty good. Yeah. Not I like bad. this comment from John Ruddy in the or Rudy. Uh, just saying Rudy. some pride on the Rudy. some pride from the players on the ice and patience from the fans would be ideal. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. Sure. Especially that first part. Well, I mean, I think people again, like people get it. I people understand that this year is not about winning and losing. Most people, yes. It's how it looks. It's how they're losing that is annoying and frustrating. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's it should not be this every loss. Well, and it's how it feels. I think we have to change our expectations and maybe it is going to be this from every loss. I don't know. So let's expect this no, every no, game and then be pleasantly be, surprised. It, you can't I think if you're going into games expecting to not have a prideful effort to right. not ha- to not have guys engaged in the game to not have have guys going you know, hardened into corners for pucks to lose losing one on one battles. I mean, that's that's expecting dog shit every night, and we're not talking about expecting results in goals and victories. We're talking about you know a team with that an actual identity, and I think that's that's the problem. Is uh, that's I keep coming back to that is the problem for me is that, that the last couple of games, last couple of losses have just been like wastes of our time. And and last last year's efforts, yeah, I mean, you still lost a lot of games, but at least they were efforts where you saw the effort, you saw the 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 guys battling, you saw the you know the players down the lineup making the making the extra efforts, you saw the guys at the top of the lineup trying to make things happen. Like it's just it's just not there on a consistent basis, and and even that not on a consistent basis, I could live with if it was more often than we're seeing. Like, if, if half the games this year, they were like, ah, you know what? It just comes down to talent. We're not even at that. And it felt a little bit that way last night, the Winnipeg yeah, game. Yeah, sure. It was a little was bit like, all right, like, they, yeah, they didn't you, generate you, much. You have the game you was have kind a of good, a slog. You have a good goalie. You have a good team. Yeah. You, get, you got beat. Th- this was a game where it was just like, you know, a, as soon as they got one, they got two, they got three, game's over. Game's over 15 minutes into the game, you're down 3 nothing. And the thing, too, about, like, the first goal – Marco Rossi with like just a sick deflection. Yeah. Like, what can you do? You've been playing well up to that point. Like, okay, you got a bad bounce. Like, let's go. By the way, we are going to stop mentioning young, talented yeah, players really? from other teams on <laughs> yeah. the game show. Yesterday, Mario and I talked about Cole Perfetti, and he has what? A sick redeflection, yeah. redirection goal. He had like a two-point game. Uh, Rossi does the same thing. So yeah. uh, whoever the young, talented, up-and-coming guy is on, uh, who do we play Tuesday? Nashville? I don't have any. Well, we don't have a they don't have show. any of those. Our next pregame show is... Uh, Edmonton on the 12th. They so. don't look out for that Connor McDavid <laughs> yeah, guy. We're not going to mention Connor McDavid. <laughs> we we, we could mention him or not and probably still get <laughs> Yeah, I, I was going to say, through. we don't have to worry about Nashville because they don't have any young up-and-coming oh players. But, uh, yeah. Connor so McDavid's that, got that game circled, man. Let's see. How can I become the league's league scorer again? We said it uh, a, couple of, a couple of weeks ago when Edmonton was, uh, I think maybe after the, the, the Shark Oil Toilet Bowl game. Yeah. We said December twelfth, Oilers and Blackhawks. That's the that's the game that they spin it around, and that's going to be the turning point Oilers when they are, when the Oilers have the championship DVD. They're going to point to that game and say that's when we figured it out. That's Oilers that's may, when we turn the corner. Already figured it out though, because they that's true. They're only six points Shh. out of a. No, 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 no. That's that's the narrative. Yeah. Got to go. They're with the already going to be in a playoff spot by the time they get here. Whatever. They can't be. American Thanksgiving has passed. <laughs> they're only six <laughs> points out for the second wild card spot, and a lot of teams that. I don't trust our ahead of them. Well, that'll be the game that they get into the wild card spot. There then. you go. That would be the game that galvanizes them. Yeah, they're yeah. kind of the, the the concrete is solidifying. They're not quite galvanized yet, but they're getting there. They're de- they're definitely getting there. They're just too good to not to stay that bad for that long. But anyway, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's frustrating, I'm, and I'm looking again like at the at the post game quotes, and I swear to God, you just these guys can just start copying and pasting opponent names. Yeah. And it's the same comments it's, after every game. They they can be like us and like we did last year, where we just said we're just going to repeat the same uh, 
post game show and just be like tonight's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> we can start doing that this year mm-hmm. now. We just it's a different it's it's, it's getting, a different spiel, but it's the same one every game. I just yeah. they're I, giving us the same quotes, and we're having the same post game show. If your if your team if only sixty games to go. If your team identity is is these kinds of efforts, man, you got a problem. You got a real problem. What's crazy about it too, though, is like. You think about that, and you mentioned it earlier, Mario, that it's a lot of the same guys that were here last year mm-hmm. that were putting forth, like, you saw, like, Taylor Radish is like, I have a chance to show I belong in the NHL. 20-goal yeah. season. He, you know, he scored today because a puck hit him, but, like, where's that been? Where's that fire been? Like, are you telling me that all the fire came from Max Domi? Did it all come from Sam Lafferty and Jake McCabe? I don't think so, because the guys you brought in here... Especially Felino, and I know you know Hall and Perry are gone, but like, it was like this when they were here. Like, what has changed? And maybe you bring in these young players, and yeah, that make like we said in pregame show that makes people, it makes people's jobs a little more difficult. The veterans' jobs become a little more detail oriented. There's less room for error and all those sort of things. But it shouldn't be that big because when you look at Vlasic and you look at Phillips and Kaiser and Crevier today and Korchinski, like, they're all doing okay. They all seem to be holding their own all right. Yeah. Yeah, I bet Joey Anderson was here last year. Mm. Fantasy was here last year. Blackwell was here last year. He hasn't played yet this year. Dickinson was here. Entwistle was here. Gutman, Reese Johnson, Tyler Johnson, Seth Jones, Kachuk, Kershev, all, Murphy, Phillips, Radish, all these guys were here last year. You know, you're, you're not taking away a t- – it's not like you traded or, or lost 15 guys from last year's regular lineup and it's a brand-new restarted, you know, right. g- team. Like, a lot of the guys that were here last year are still sticking around. Vlasic was here. Tenorti. Like, I don't know. It's – and, and, and the, the, the team culture, the team mindset, the hardworking culture last year, I don't – I, I, yeah, I just I don't think it goes out the door with Sam Lafferty and Jake McCabe and Domi and Taze and Kane and you know Alex Stalock. Like I don't think all I don't think those guys leaving completely changes it. Yeah, and it will. And, and if it did, then you have a big problem with the guys that are here. Sure. Well, let's say that. So I I'm like very hesitant to have this conversation, but I'm going to do it because oh, don't do I it. feel like it's worth having. Like a couple years ago, was it bef- after last? Was it this summer or two summers ago we talked to Vlasic? Two summers ago. Two summers. Yeah. And he talked about how when t- with Kane and Taves in there, you kind of felt like you had to walk on eggshells a little bit. And I think those guys felt, I can't let, th- I'm scared to let these guys down. I'm scared to be the one mm-hmm. who makes Jonathan Taves or Patrick Kane mad at me. They're not here anymore. Maybe some guys are a little too comfortable. And Nick Felino, I love his style of leadership. I'm super glad he's here. But I don't think Nick Felino is the kind of guy that a young player looks at and goes, oh, my God, that's Nick Felino. There is that with Jonathan Taves, and there is that with Patrick Kane. I'm glad they've yeah. moved on. I don't think if either of those guys was here this year, the results would be very different. But I do think Neither maybe now in played. hindsight, there was something to that I do not want the wrath of Jonathan Taves or Patrick Kane on me if I make a mistake. Look, we watched yeah. Seth Jones' first year. Seth Jones made a play, and on the ice, Patrick Kane turned around and said, what the fuck are you doing? It showed year. up. It was on a hot mic. That was mm-hmm. last year. That yeah, was, oh, yeah, it was, that was last year. That was right. opening night in Colorado. Yeah, like, that. there's an expectation with those guys, mm-hmm. and they carry a different kind of cachet, and I think especially Taves carries a different kind of cachet than any of the leaders they have here. And, again... I'm glad they've moved on. I'm not saying to bring either of them back. It's not going to happen anyway. Where's that jar? But I just wonder if the fear factor being eliminated, be it Taves. I don't think I'm, what I'm, I'm not saying that they like threatened people. No. But imagine being a young player and saying, I don't want to let those guys down. The, the, the presence changes things. And I think the expectation this season was, hey, like we want new voices and new leadership to grow this isn't how you grow it and i I mean bedard's bedard's the one that's going sure is he your your next captain next year or the year after very very likely i'd I'd put a shiny nickel on it but there's got to be 
I don't know if it's accountability. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't know what this team is, is missing in the locker room that is causing what seems to be a, a lack of drive, a lack of consistent motivation. Felino has talked after games a ton about, about that exact thing that they need and that they're missing. And yeah, maybe guys aren't, aren't taking it to heart. I, Seth Jones hasn't talked a ton uh, this season after games. Um, Connor Murphy's always there and, and able. Like, like I'd like to think that the veterans can can be the ones that are holding accountability and taking accountability. But if they're not, it can't all be Connor Bedard. You can't just say, okay, it's his team, hundred percent his team. It's all on his shoulders. Yeah. We're just here for the ride. Like. That can't be. That can't be the case. They these guys were brought in to help shoulder the load of that off of Bedard. Yeah. And if they're not going to do it, what are you here for? Well, and and Philip says every team that has a captain plays with heart. Ask Rick Bonus about last year's Winnipeg Jets. He'll disagree with that. And Mark W had a good point. A few uh, spots up there, Sarah. There it is. It says um, what I was saying about Taves and Kane. Mark says that implies that the players don't respect Richardson, at least to some extent. I don't think that's. I don't think that's the case at all. I think though and Luke says this out loud, is he wants the players to police themselves. Mm-hmm. He wants the locker room leaders to be the ones who call out effort, who are to get in a guy for not working hard enough or pick up a teammate when they need picking up. He's more of a hands-off kind of a guy. But if we keep seeing performances like this, he's going to have to get involved. At some point, he's going to have to play the I'm pissed off at you card. And I don't know if it's a bag skate. I don't know if it's scratching a veteran for impact. I don't know what it is. But there's got to be something. There's got to be something different. Well, here's the thing: we can question some of these veterans and their efforts, their desire, their give an f meter, however we want to call it. A lot of these guys, they're not here after this year. Like Tyler Johnson, gone after this year. Yeah, maybe sooner. Nick Felino. UFA at the end of this year. I know they may bring him back just for what he offers. J- J- Jason Dickinson, not a guy that is in that conversation, but so many of these guys that we're complaining about, they're not going to be here when this team is good. And yeah, they're not setting great examples, but, you know. Do they want to stick around in the NHL? I don't know. Because if you're not doing it in Chicago, a last place team. Where are you going to go? Yeah, you're getting more opportunity. All those guys you mentioned are getting more opportunity here than they would get anywhere else in the NHL. Well, then they're costing themselves, and that's a them problem. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, like, I agree. Like, I'm not, like, I, I get, like, the frustration in seeing this every night, but these aren't the guys that we're building this whole thing around. I get that. And, and like, I'm not worried about this season screwing up Connor Bedard or this season screwing up Kevin Korchinski where five years from now Bardard were like well I wish I could be better but that first year was so bad that I just it ruined me I don't see I know, that yeah, happening I, know. I mean it worked out for Nathan McKinnon and all that yeah that like shit. yeah like our guy AJ from <laughs> yeah hi AJ we see you sorry buddy he could tell us about <laughs> that ridiculously historically bad yeah. season the avalanche had with guys like Nathan McKinnon like that worked out pretty well for those guys um a lot of the pieces that matter aren't here, won't be here for a while. You know, things are going to change around. This is a moving fluid situation. This is a disappointing season because we did have things to be hoping they were going to be better than last year. But I'm at the point where it's just like, this is what this team is. This team doesn't have an identity. Yes, they do. They're a bad team that doesn't give you an effort. That's their identity right now. That's what it is. That is their identity. That's the identity they have put forth. They can change that. They still have 59, 58, whatever, how many games, too many games left <laughs> to do that. Hey, don't say that. The summer's long. Yeah. And full the, of horrors. <laughs> horrors, not horrors. Well, maybe. Could be both. Anyway, <laughs> this is their identity. This team has no identity. Yes, they do. They're an identity of a team that doesn't win board battles, that doesn't play structured defense, and has no talent. That's their identity. It is what it is. We just have to accept that. They still have time to change it, but 
that's going to be my expectation from every game going oh, out. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not going to be disappointed on many nights. What's I'm the, only going to be pleasantly surprised. There you go. I mean, what's the old slogan? When someone shows you who they are, believe them. This is what they are. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. To quote the late Dennis Green. Well, you know who that, else uh, is exactly who this we thought they segue. are? You know who else is dead? No, not dead. <laughs> Very much alive. And they are exactly who we thought they are. And that's Hero Bread. We thought they were delicious and nutritious. I hope you live longer. And that's exactly what they are. Yeah, they will help you outlive Dennis Green. <laughs> too, too soon? Is that their slogan? <laughs> too soon, yes. Live longer than Dennis Green with Hero Bread. Oh, I don't even know where to go from there. But Hero Bread. Just go, baby. If you, need a, if, you need, if you need a low-carb option to fit your lifestyle or dietary constraints, founder Cole Glass, sounds like a hockey player, baked 100 muffins per day and didn't give a single one to me before he found the perfect <laughs> blend that fit his allergy constraints. And that's what pushed him to start Hero Bread. I've tried, believe it or not, in, in past lifetimes to try and eat a little better, try and cut carbs here and there. And I tried, with, I tried with the bread. And like low carb, keto friendly bread, it's not good. It's the Blackhawks of bread. It is. It like looks like it might be good. And then when you <laughs> finally get a little bit, you're like, that's shitty. I don't want any more of that. Well, that's not the case with Hero Bread. They are, their taste and texture is soft and fluffy, very delicious. They have high fiber, ultra low net carbs. And zero grams of sugar per slice. They have all kinds of great bread options. You can get the sliced bread. You can get buns. You can get tortillas. Whatever sandwich-like meal you want to meet, you want to eat, make, whatever. Eat or meat. Meat, meat then eat. Uh, Hero Bread has you covered. And they have 10% off your first purchase just for dealing with the Blackhawks. Use CHGO. At checkout at hero.co, and you're going to get 10% off that first order. So check them out. That's hero.co to save 10% today. We thank them for their sponsorship. Oh, yeah. And their delicious bread products. And if you're eating Hero Bread to help yourself on your health journey, be sure to check out our friends at the Midtown Athletic Club to boost your health journey, whether it's physical wellness or mental wellness. Uh, the Midtown Athletic Club is able to help you in that journey, and they have four locations in the Chicagoland area, including in Palatine, Bannockburn, Willowbrook, and their HQ flagship location, the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. They have tons of options for members, uh, whether you're just an individual working out on your own, or if you're a family with kids, uh, people looking to make different lifestyle changes, uh, if you're looking for holistic wellness, uh, Midtown has an option for you. They have tons of uh, facilities that uh, you can use at your disposal. State-of-the-art gym equipment, anything, any machine, any weight that you would ever want to use for a workout, Midtown Athletic Club has it. Tons of workout theaters for group classes, spin classes, yoga studios for every type of yoga uh, you could ever do. Uh, CrossFit training, boxing, tons of stuff. Uh, Also, a lot of indoor and outdoor uh, tennis courts and pools. I know the Bannockburn location has an outdoor heated pool that is open through January 3rd, I want to say. That's uh, when it starts getting cold? Yeah, usually, yeah. Got it. Uh, so that is, uh, that is really cool. People get a, a lot of use out of that. Uh, probably the only place in the area that will keep an outdoor heated pool. has to be heated. Outdoor heated pool uh, open that long. Uh, Tons of tennis courts, like I said, basketball courts as well are available. So go to midtown.com slash CHGO to find out more about the Midtown Athletic Club location nearest to you to schedule a tour and check out all of the cool options that they have for your physical and mental health and well-being. And before we uh, declare the winner, we already know the winner because the helmet's sitting right there of Who's Your Hawk. We want to tell you about our friends at FOCO. Get fitted out in the best sports gear around Hoodies, shoes, 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 signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. It's Otani season. Yes. (laughs) Get yourself prepared for his debut at Wrigley. I'm manifesting it next year with an Aloha shirt, a straw hat, a polo, a bag, everything you need for a ball game. Also, if you're going somewhere, you know, like a 
hockey game or a basketball game, it's cold out. You're going to want sweatshirts and pajama pants and Uggs and all those fun things. All that sort of stuff is available at Foco, including some of these awesome bobbleheads. Uh, They've donated a few of the great stuff we have on our set. Thanks to them. Check them out, Foco.com, or click the link in our description below. And for all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. That is Foco.com. All right. uh, The winner again it's getting boring. Hey, I won the last two. You did. I was not here yesterday, yeah, so I didn't gonna, witness you it. You to pick up your end of the slack, too. Here, You're buddy. right. I do. Uh, Connor Bedard was the best hawk of the game. Hey, shocking. So, Mario picked Connor Bedard, so he's the winner of Who's Your Hawk. He has 11 wins. Greg and I are tied for six. I told Mario. But yeah. I have more regulation wins than you, so I'm. Uh, <laughs> I, I love the loser point. I told I, Mario yesterday, it might get to the point where he's so far ahead that... Uh, you and I might just combine our wins to try and keep up with him. There you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's where we are. I didn't galaxy brain at this time. So and I won. That means... Uh, I'm, can, can I, can, you can pre-make the graphic for next pregame. I am picking Bedard. All right. There you go. There you I got to go. get, get another win here. It's brutal. Oh, shit. Oh, all right. We're going to wrap things up. We're going home. We it's been a long tomorrow. weekend, man. I can't wait. <laughs> nice off day. I'm not going to do anything hockey related tomorrow. I don't know about you guys. No, I'm not going to either. Uh, We'll be back Tuesday, post-game Hawks and Predators. Let's hope they can get back on the winning side of things. Until then, make sure you smash that like button on your way out. Make sure you subscribe and all that great stuff. And tell a friend. You've got uh, like 48 hours to tell a friend about us so they're here for the next game. We'd appreciate that very, very much. Have a great rest of your Sunday. We'll talk to you Tuesday on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Like the mayor.